discretion advised. This podcast entails personal opinions, life stories, and drama. Hosted in a trailer city of Texas, where it doesn't get any realer than this. It don't get no realer than this, man. What up, y'all? It is your host, model, and entrepreneur, Trinkel. And we got another week on What's on My Mind. <laughs> I'm here with my girl, Faber. Uh, she is one of my friends from my university. She has her own business. So if y'all need y'all heading, make sure y'all follow her on Instagram, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. I'm Favor, and um, I'm just grateful to be here. Thank you, TK, for having me here. I'm grateful. <laughs> Period. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about a little stuff that, you know, I've been feeling since I've been in college, and I know I've been in college longer than you. Um, I graduated in December, so kudos to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but without further ado, let's just get into it. Let's chop it up, okay? So this is my question, and don't be scared to tell me the truth, okay? Because I know you're going to tell me the truth. But have you ever had somebody not like you while in college, and you feel like because that person didn't like you, it ruined something in your life that opportunity in your life that you wanted to get and couldn't get okay in college someone not like me i haven't had someone like come up to me like and really show me like i hate you but it's it'd be like slick stuff like slick like oh i don't think they really (laughs) you know like i don't think they really like me you know okay okay so like you know okay so look basically this what happened so um, for maybe about, cause I've been in college three years. Um, I graduated a year early. So for about two years, I wanted to, um, I wanted to pledge and I wanted to pledge to a sorority that I would not say its name. Um, and there was a girl who was the president of that sorority. And before she became the president of that sorority, uh, we both discussed that we wanted to cross together. So I know when some of my um, when some of my sorority girls are here, they're going to be like, that's your first problem. You should not have agreed to click up. That's what I later found out. My friend then, the girl who's my friend, she later then um, decided that she no longer wanted us to pledge together, and she lied and told the people that I wouldn't feel comfortable with getting hazed. That's what she said. Um, and first of all, discretion is everything. You're not supposed to be getting hazed anyway. So her saying that to them about me basically told them, like, yeah, no, we need to keep her away because if she talking about it to you, she can go talk. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, basically that. So they ended up, Kicking me off the whole little shebang. 
she went in my MIA for a few months and boom, she pop out. She on the line and she the president. And not only when she became the president of that line, did she make them like completely ignore me, not can't do interest, like if they see me go to a meeting or something, they'll sigh, they'll roll their eyes or something like that. But me as a first-generation student, I had three things on my bucket list from coming to college. One, to receive $10,500 in scholarships. I ex- I received that exact amount. Like, if you ask my mama, she'll tell you, I wrote that probably like three times a week. I received that exact amount. My other goal was to study abroad. I did that. My last and final goal, because I'm first gen, was to pledge. Now, I have people in my family that is what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be, but they're not in my immediate family. They, like, you know, in the outer family. So I was like, okay, that's my that's my third thing. Like, it's already in the family. I might as, you know, I might as well. And that's what I mean by having somebody not like you so bad that they mess up something. Like, there's nothing that I can do, like. There's literally nothing I can do. I tried to do it this semester where I went into the room. I was like, you're going to have to tell me no, baby. You're going to have to tell me no in my face. Ended up getting blocked on social, on all social medias from the, yes, yes. I, I have never had a conversation with the the girls that are on the line with her. I have never um, got into altercation, like never had a class with them, never had to work with them, never followed them on social media. You get what I'm saying? That's what I mean by having, you know, having somebody not like you that much where, you know, so then I just thought of it like maybe that was God rejecting the whole little thing and redirecting me to something else. Because, you know, when you when you such a powerful person, you really and you really and you believe in God and you know that can't nobody move the way God can move. You realize that stuff like that, that's that's a cult like. You taking my mind off of God because I got to focus on everything. That's basically what I was saying. Like, is that what it is? Is it God's rejo- re- rejection redirecting me somewhere, redirecting my focus somewhere? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. But, yeah, like, to me, everything happens for a reason. So, like, I'm like, to me, it's kind of conf- conflicting to me because sometimes I'm like, does this mean go harder or does this mean That's what turn I'm around? saying. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what exactly I'm like, saying. I don't know. Because even right now, like, some things I'm dealing with, I'm like, does this mean go harder or does this mean turn around and re-evaluate? And then today I was listening to a song, and it's called One Way Street by Janae. And, like, you know, I just like to, like, be, I just like to be aware of like the signs and like what's going on mm-hmm. around me, like mm-hmm. what I listen to. Mm-hmm. So in the song, it was like I had to backtrack, backtrack before I could move forward, like quadruple. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to backtrack before you can really go. Like a slingshot has to go back before it can really go forward. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like it's a blockage, but God wants you to sit back and be like, let me think about this, because then you thought about it, you're like. Do I really want to do this? this? Like, do I really want to do this? Like, is it really worth my time? Like, you know, so sometimes it's like, yeah, he wanted you to sit back, relax. But, you know, and, you know, I thought about that. I'm I'm not going to lie. I did. I was like, I was like, is this God telling me to relax? But then on top of that, it kept coming back up. 
Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it kept, a friend kept calling me, or my cousin was calling me, or my mama was bringing it up. Hey, TK, you need to try to do this again. Hey, TK, you yeah. need to, you get what I'm saying? So I it was, so I was mean. like, I was like, okay, God telling me, man, you, man, you better not let no, no girl scare you away from what you want to do with your life. You, and then I'm like, God really was saying, I'm testing you because, so now all I'm seeing on TikTok is, when you join in these sororities, when you join in these D9, you know, what's the McCallis, it's a cult. Like, they making you bow to them, pledge to them. They're, they are your God, and it's only supposed to be one God. You get what I'm saying? So at a certain extent, I get that. Like, it's not supposed to affect me. And I think the only thing, that, the only reason why it really affect me is because I didn't get the chance to make that decision on my own. Somebody else made that decision based off of guilt. Like, you literally ran your mouth and said this to this girl, and now you at a, ho- a higher position to where you made girls who've never even had a conversation with me not want not want me to join they you know they circle you get what i'm saying like I, and i think i think it's really i think it's really messed up that a lot of things in this world happens like that a lot of opportunities are missed out on because somebody will envy you and not let that go like that's not even nothing major i could see if i would have you know shot somebody if i would have took her boyfriend from her or something like that. That's a reason for you to hold some beef for a minute. But even then, it's a lot of fishing. If something doesn't work out for me, I don't. I don't like holding on to it. Like I brush it off and keep it pushing. Cause like for every problem, there's an opportunity. So like, even if they wanted to gang up on you and be like, "Bro, TK, you can't even come to UTSA no more. You can't even come on campus no more." There's gonna be a solution for that problem. There's another opportunity. There's something you know, like be like that group, like oh, these are my people. Yeah. We gonna grow together. Like it's always like that. Yeah. And then over time, like whether the person don't like you or like it could, it's so much, so much stuff like that can happen. And I'm talking about years, like years of time. Like oh, this person really ruined this for me. Cause like, I know, cause you know, I'm and I'm not even gonna lie. I was gonna sorry to cut you off, but you're good. You had um, you have a business. Mm-hmm. How does that, like, how do you balance having your business and doing school at the same time? Like, is it hard for, are you the first person in your family that yeah. has? Can you tell us a I'm little the, bit about I'm that? I'm the first person in my family to really start a business, well, that I know of, to start a business. I'm the first person in my family to have a business mm-hmm. while in college. Mm-hmm. I don't, to me, it's not hard. It's, it to me it, to me it's not hard it's a uh, nothing is hard nothing is easy like you just have to put your mind to it and it's like there are so many things that we've done in life that we don't even realize like how much effort it took because we genuinely wanted to be there mm. like even my business mm. I didn't even I didn't I didn't I don't realize how much effort I'm putting in there. Like yeah, I realize it, but it's like I genuinely want to be there. Mm-hmm. You 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 doing lashes like. You might not even realize, like, if if it was your passion or even when we were setting up for the podcast, you probably ain't even, I was looking at you like, girl, I don't know how you're doing this, but it's your passion, you know, like, you like, I'm going to get to it because it's what I want to do. So it's like, 
to me, it's not hard. It's like, yeah, but it's like, then it's, it's time teaching. Consuming, it's, it's time, really time consuming. consuming. It's time sure. consuming. But for it's sure. like, then again, in everything, it's teaching you something. So it's like, even that is teaching me balance. And to me, it's like the a person who doesn't have anything to do in their day is going to waste time. Bro. But if you have things to do, yeah. you're going to make sure that you do this like, Bro, I'm pretty sure me and UTK, we could get ready in 30 minutes because it's like, okay, I got work to do. I already know what like, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. But it's like, if you have nothing to do whatsoever, like, for instance, if I was only doing school and, and I didn't have a business, I'd be wasting time. Or like, if I only had a business and I wasn't in school, I wouldn't be wasting time. But you know, you allow time for what you want. You make the time in your schedule. So it's like, it's not hard. You just have to strategically plan. And it's like when you really want to do something, like, bro, the energy just comes to you. I you on go mode. I literally just seen a YouTube video, bro. I literally just seen a YouTube video. Did YouTube video basically said there are two types of people. This is what Steve Harvey said. There are two types of people. There are the people that wake up in the morning and know what they got to do for the day. They write their to-do list. They know what it is, like, from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., know what they have to do. And there's the other person that gets up in the morning and say, okay, I'm going to just take the day the way the day take me. You get what I'm saying? And not, I'm not one of those people that are option number two. Like, I keep, when I say, man, when, I, it, when it gets to a point where it's like 30 minutes while I'm sitting down, I'm like, Bro, I know I got something to do today. I hit that Google Calendar. I'm talking about I got my schedule from 6.30 a.m. all the way to 6 p.m. on the on the little schedule. And I still feel like I haven't had enough time out the day. I still feel like even if I crossed off four out of six of the things on my list, I still feel like I haven't done enough. I feel like that, too. Sometimes I feel like that. I feel like that, too, but it's like. You're making progress. Like, because I had to sit back. Like, I really be feeling like superwoman. Like, I will have 20 things on my to-do list. I'll be like, boom, boom, bow. I'm going to get all of this done today. And I'm like, I'm progressing through the day. I'm doing what I got to do. And it's like, the things are not scratching off. It's, like, it's not scratching off. Like, what's they going on? They time consuming, bro. They time consuming. It's time consuming. Yeah. But you do realize, like, a seed takes time to grow. So as long as you're making that progression like every day, that's what I told myself. Cause I, then you, if you, if you look at it like, dang, I haven't done all of this other stuff. You don't appreciate yourself. And then mm. you start like throwing slugs at yourself. Like, dang bro, like favorite, what was you doing? Like yeah. get, get in the game. But it's like, you have to look at it from a different perspective. So now I'm looking at it like, I did this. And it's like, now I just look at it like every single day, I need to do at least one thing that brings me closer to my goal. You know, I need to do one thing that makes me makes me into the person that I want to be. At least mm. one thing a day. Mm. Even if it's not completing the whole list, yeah. you're still making the baby steps. And the baby steps is what matters. That's mm -hmm. what matters. So mm -hmm. even if it's not like, boom, bow, did everything, like, no, you know? And that's what I, that's what I tell my mama too. Like, I, I just had a conversation with somebody and they was basically I'm not gonna lie bro I meet a lot of people that are so amazed by my work ethic and it makes me sad that I don't see it like me I meet people <laughs> that I meet people that bro when I say they get so bro they be like TK what do you mean that you feel this way about yourself do you know like what you be doing do you know how much you be grinding like 
I be meeting people where I be like, bro, I love your Instagram. They be like, you love my Instagram? Bro, I love your Instagram. Like, you be here, you be there. Like, all this type of stuff. But at the same time, at the, at the same exact time, I always tell them, like, when they ask me, how are you able to do this? It's the baby steps. It's the baby steps. Like, I will take four hours out of my day and start everything. I won't finish it. I'm not going to lie. I won't finish it. Like, I'll prep for my episode. Boom. That's done. I'll, I'll record all my all my little content or whatever. I'm not editing and posting it. Boom. That's done. I'll, I'll make an Amazon list with all the lash essentials I need. I ain't bought them yet, but boom, that's done. So tomorrow when I wake up at 630 and I'm sitting on the toilet for an hour, because you know we be sitting on the toilet for an hour. Ain't even using the bathroom. Yeah, for real. That, that, that time I was sitting on the toilet, boy, I could have came up with a mastermind idea. Yeah. And that's what I be doing. On them baby steps, when I'm sitting on that toilet, I bought I done bought that Amazon uh exactly. that Amazon list. When on them baby steps, when I'm sitting on that toilet, I done already wrote a whole script. I can edit while I'm sitting on the toilet. You get what I'm saying? And for a lot of people, I don't think that they understand that when you feel how you feel throughout the day, it's, everybody be saying it's 24 hours out the day. No, it ain't. Because ain't, no, ain't, ain't nobody working at 3 a.m. I'm not, I'm not, you be working at 3 a.m.? You look like you be working at 3 a.m. For real? They can't hear what you saying? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I can. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my bad. I forgot. It's two different. Yeah, yeah me, yeah. me yeah, I, personally, I, I can't work at 3 a.m. Like, I feel like that's the time where God wants us to go to sleep. It's a time. We're supposed yeah. to rest. It's a time, but every day is different. I do. Most of, most days I'm sleeping at 3 a.m., but some days I'm not. You be alive and woke. Oh, yeah. Some days it's just like, because, okay, for instance, when I moved in, mm-hmm. when I moved in, like, I just knew... I just wanted to finish moving in. I just wanted to, you know, pack all my bags, unpack everything, and hang everything up. Yeah. I'm telling you, I put on my audio book. I stayed up till 5 a.m., slept for one hour, woke up and got ready for school. Like, not every day. Is- oh, so you dedicated. Oh, yeah, like, not she every day. She dedicated, like, y'all. No, she dedicated. <laughs> look, not every day is going to be, like, just like not not every day is going to be I'm sleeping at 3 a.m. Yeah. Like, well, it depends on, on, you know, the type of person you are. Some people mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're going to be sleeping every single day at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. But to me, not every day is the same. Most days, yes, I'm sleeping at 3 a.m. But some days, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Some days, I'm not. So it really just depends on, like, because sometimes I'm like, let's go. Okay, I got a question. Serious question. What do you wish you were doing the four years that you're going to spend in college? Because I know you only been in college, what, two years? Three years. Three years. What could you have been doing? Like A whole lot. Because I know for me, baby, I would have been, my number one dream, my number one dream is to model. Like, and I know for a lot of people, like, I know for my uncle, for instance, he don't take modeling seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell him that I have to tell him I'm a content creator, I have to tell him that I get paid to do that for him to be like, okay. Like, you make it, as long as you making money, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's really, like, it's a deeper story than that. I didn't know that, in all reality, my dream was to have a platform. That's my dream. It's not to be a model. My dream is to have a platform so that whatever I decide I want to do, whatever change I decide I want to make, I already got that platform for the people to hear what I'm saying and keep following 
with what I'm doing. That's the bigger picture to it. It's not it's not the modeling, taking the pictures, posing. I don't care about none of that. It's I got the platform, so if I see a problem and I want to create a solution, I'm able to do that. You get what I'm saying? Very true. Very true. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of people just get caught up in the little stuff like, oh, I want to be an influencer. What are you doing with your influence? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I want to be a TikTok star. What are you doing with that? Like, and a, a lot of people, they chase, re, like, false realities, but you need to sit down and evaluate what do you really want? Like, what do you really want? Because a lot of the things we chase are, like, lower-level substitutes of what we really want, like, yes. what our soul really yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for instance, like, a lot of people, they chase money. Why are you chasing money? What does your soul really want? Freedom and security. Because money is important, you know? Money is super important to, like, live and move around and especially in the society that we have mm -hmm. so you chasing money you chasing money but you need to realize like what is the higher level thing that you really want like what is your soul craving like okay it might be peace okay it might be you want to feel safe okay yeah. it might be you know you want to have a platform okay you want to help people like you like you need to realize like what you're really going for mm -hmm. and that is also another way you really get that motivation like let me let me get up and do this because, you know, it's a bigger picture. It's a bigger picture. So I'm glad you realized you wanted the platform because you want to help yeah, people. Yeah, you want to yeah. problem solve. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we're really here to do. Like, man, that's what we're here to do. I'm and I'm saying, man, I seen, this, I seen this girl on TikTok. It's this, um, I don't know what race she is. Uh, but basically what she does is she cooks. And... She's like in a foreign country. I really think she's in Morocco. I really, really, <laughs> I really, really think she's in Morocco. But she cooks and she has like this, you know, you, you ever seen one of them ginormous bowls that people be cooking in them ginormous pops where you be like, man, where the hell you get a pot that big? Like you feeding the village. Yeah. That's what she was doing. Like, but she was like just doing it for fun, like making plates for her family and recording it. One day, this lady just decided to make a whole pot of spaghetti, like big giant pot of spaghetti. She put at least 130 aluminum pan foil to-go boxes and packed 130 aluminum foil boxes up. Wow. And when it passed it out to the village, one video, 3.6 million. You know what that woman did? That woman got people on TikTok partnerships they shipping this woman food her content now is probably like a minute or two minutes of her cooking everything in that pot and feeding at least 500 people and she records when she goes send get a place out to people get a place out to people get a place out to people and i'll be trying to tell people like man it's really people who don't have nothing and they still giving and it's people that have everything and they still taking. That's how I feel like, that's what I feel like I'm doing now. Like, even, you, you know, being in college, I deal with a lot of people where I'm like, man, I ain't done so much for you. You could never, I could never ask you for something you tell me no. And I don't never, I don't be feeling, I don't be knowing if I'm feeling cocky about that or that's just me holding them up to a higher standard. But that's the mentality that I be on. If I'm doing so much for you, am I wrong for ever feeling like you should never be able to tell me no? Yeah. 
I'm wrong for that? Tell me why. I feel like you're wrong for that because when I do something for someone, I don't do it because I want you to do something back. I don't I don't do it because I want you to do something back for me. I do it because there's a like the reason why like even me like coming through for someone I used to feel betrayed like when like I, if I come through for you and then I ask you for something and you don't want to do it for me. Like I feel betrayed, but it's like everyone has the the what? Everyone has the ability to say no. Like you can say no if you want to. Like I'm not your god. I'm not anything. not not no not. I'm not. I'm not saying it like that. Like, but you mean like reciprocate back to you? That's what I mean. Like I reciprocate. I know not it's not not a. Yeah. I'm not one of them people. Like just like you said, my friends know. Like all the time, they be ask, they be telling me, "You want me to? Oh, you coming to pick me up? I'll give you some gas money. What you need to give me gas money for? Are you five minutes away? Like people really making you get them gas money for coming to pick their friend up? That's we all live in the same bubble. If I'm picking you up from down at the gas station, why you got to give me $5? You get what I'm saying? But people are like that. Like I know. People are, people people are, are like really that. Like people that. are really like that. But, like, I personally, like, if I do something for someone, I've been working on this because before I used to, like, I would do something for someone and then be like, I'll feel bad, like, when you don't come through for me. And it's like, that's normal. Like, we, you will feel bad. Like, I'll feel bad, but in reality, it's like, Nobody owes me anything. So, like, I just really be getting over it. I don't know. Like, because I know what you mean. And I've given a lot to people. Like, I've done a lot for people who is like, okay, when it's time for me, it's like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, you know? And it's not the same energy. It's not the same energy. Like, even if even if I were to ask you, it's like, okay. So, even that, too, is, like, kind of hurtful. But I don't feel like anyone owes me anything, like, if you don't want to come through for me, okay. It's not find... it's not giving funny ha ha. It's giving funny weird. Yeah, it is funny <laughs> weird. But it's like, you know, things like that also let you know who you're supposed to be around and who you're not. So I just take it as a sign, like, oh, okay. Let and me you go. keep it pushing. Because someone who's really supposed to be there for you, we are supposed to love each other. Cause we are we that's that's one of the strongest emotions. Like that's one of the the most, you know, pronounced things in the Bible. You need to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. If I, I would pick myself up and not ask for no gas money. So I'm going to pick you up and not ask for any I gas money. I will pick myself up I and would. not you for So just like I love myself, I'm yeah. going to love on you the same way. And yeah. so if someone is, like, not even trying to help you, that means, like, they have their own. And it's like, you know, it's kind of a sign, like, maybe I shouldn't necessarily be this close to that person. Because, like... I've been having it. I like giving, so I feel like most people, if you truly love each other, you're going to give, like, you know? I never thought of it in the way of I'm treating people how I want somebody to treat me. Like, I've always tried to, I've always tried to, like, figure out the reason of why I love so hard, why I'm so affectionate, why I'm so giving. And it's a numerous amount of reasons for that, like... My mama is one reason why, like, the way that I am, my mom is the exact same way. Like, I ain't going to lie. My mama whooped my behind when I was in fifth grade. Like, I had a I had a substitute teacher that she was around the age of 76. And she was mean. She was so mean, man. She was so mean. But because my mom is the way that she is and because 
I used to help my grandma go wipe old people behind and feed them and stuff like that. I never had the bone in my body to disrespect the elderly. Never, never to this day, never. Man, I used to get bullied because I was nice to this woman. Like, anything that she needed me to do, I did it. Like, if that woman told me, Trinkel, go get my butterscotch candies out the back of my car, I was going to get her butterscotch candies out the back of her car. One day, man, somebody pushed me and was like, I was a teacher's pet. And I was already getting bullied because I was dark-skinned. So, I don't know why, man. I don't know, but a woman asked me for something. I was in that class. I told her to get up and do it. And she couldn't even walk. She was in a wheelchair. Like, she came to school in a wheelchair, left in a wheelchair. I told her, no, get up and do it. She said, excuse me? And she knew she could only ask me for stuff because I was the only person in the class that respected her. I told her, no, get up and do it. She said, mm-hmm. I'm, finna, I'm telling you. I said, she said, I'm going to call your mama. I said, I don't care, call her. Not knowing this lady finna really call my mama. She called my mama. My mama came up there, grabbed me by my neck, told the whole school from when she signed me in to when she signed me out, I'm taking her home to tell her ass up, and I'm going to bring her back. She took me home, whooped me, clothes off, with water on the belt, took me to Family Dollar, made me get her favorite candies, which was butterscotch candies, some flowers, a card, wrote that lady an apology on that card, went back to that school, gave that woman her butterscotch candies, her flower and her card, and I apologized. And that right there alone will let you know that's the type of person that I am, like, I got I I didn't get beat into it. I wouldn't say that at all. Like that was the only whooping that I got for responding that way. But a lot of the reason to why I am the way I am and how sweet I am and I feel like that's a lot of the reason why I get what's the word like people use me. Taking for Yeah, taking for granted, taking advantage of because I don't know how to turn that switch off. Like my mama made me turn that switch on to caring, to loving, to giving. But she ain't never teach me how to turn that off. And for a lot of people, they turn it off by getting hurt. And I can't do that, bro. Like, I feel like I be doing God's work. And God know that I be getting hurt. Like, he know I be getting hurt by these people. And he still don't want me to change. But I be like, do you really not want me to change? Or you want me to, like, what you want me to do? You get what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. But um, I know exactly what you mean. Cause I'm a really like I'm a caring person too, like I'm. But you ain't let nobody fuck over you. Oh, it happens. <laughs> it, it happens. Like, but to me, it's like whatever. Like, it's not. I'm not getting fucked over like you are. But anyways, the person me. Is, oh, oh, not you. <laughs> it's really important to me. You know, have that intimate relationship with God. God, like mm-hmm. my Creator. Because he really directs you. Because he is all-knowing. And he knows more than you may know. So he will tell you, like, okay, this person, like, is not it. Or this person, you know, or he will tell you, like, you're doing too much for this person. Like, there's no return on investment. How you listen, though? You just, you need to, I say you need to carve out that time in your day, like, and give it to him. Because... Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not even given to him because he already owns it. He owns the earth. He owns the time. But it's like carve out that time and spend that time with him. Mm-hmm. 
like and and that that's that's one of one of my words of advice like and clear away distractions um because like now like if you're a super distracted because i've been on both sides of the spectrum spectrum Mm -hmm. so if you're super distracted and you're focused on like Everything other is. things and even like little dumb things like mm-hmm. oh me and my friend got into it and it's like that's all you're thinking about mm-hmm. all you're thinking about are like me and my me and my spouse like or you and your spouse mm-hmm. y'all got into it and it's like that's all you're thinking about and it's constant conflict like you could have been thinking about how i'm making money tomorrow you could have you could have also yeah. been thinking about who you need to be around and who you do not need to yeah. be around you'll yeah. notice the little things more yeah like if your vision is cloudy, you don't notice the little things. But it's like if you're clearing up your vision, you're focused. Like you're talking to the your creator. He's going to literally pave out the path to you. And another thing I do is I read my Bible. That's another thing I do. I read my Bible. Like, and I'm not trying to sound like a crazy Christian. I, I don't even know. Yeah, we you know, we like, don't we don't do no judgment not, over here. Ain't I'm no not crazy a, I'm not a crazy Christian because I know because I've been I, once again I've been on both sides of the spectrum yeah. because Christians have scared me like Christians have scared me like and I'll be like okay but no like sincerely reading your Bible because the Bible has so much and I love reading reading like there's so much knowledge that we need to pick up on and it's like the Bible just paves that path for you and you, and you walking with God and everything. And he, he literally like tells you everything tells you. you. So it's like, know, yeah. you just need to be in tune with yourself. You can't be at war with yourself. Like you can't be caught up in the middle of drama 24 seven. Mm-hmm. You can't have your mind clouded 24 seven. Like you need to, you know, have like that clear atmosphere. So when he speaks, you hear it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I would say. Cause that can save you a lot of heartache. But when you think you know the way, when you think you know the way, he just going to be looking like. Baby, go on ahead and fall into the ditch. I tried to tell you. But look, when you want to, when you want to get rescued, he going to be right there. Yeah. He going to be right there. But like, because even me too, I've been in positions where I'm like, I got this, bro. I got this. I got this. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, chill out, chill out. And then she come back and say, God. I fall in my ditch. God. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Something not right. Then he go pulling me right back up. I got you. I got you. So it's like, yeah, you can only know so much for so long. After some time, you're going to get hurt, or you can listen to him and prevent yourself from getting hurt. Regardless, yeah, you're still yeah. going to get hurt. And getting hurt is beautiful because, like, you, you just learn, learn so much. Learn, yeah. So I don't even mind. I'm like, what's next? What's next? Like, yeah. you learn. So yeah. you wouldn't have learned that if you didn't go through it. So Real. sometimes just go through it. Like, hey, bro. They don't want to help you, all right, bro. It is what it is. Like, take it with a grain of salt. Learn your lesson and keep pushing. That's why I don't stay focused on like whatever happens to me. Like, oh, you don't want to help me. All right, cool. You don't like me. All right, cool. Next, take my lesson. Let's keep it pushing. She really, she really, she really the definition of nonchalant. <laughs> How my granny said, she really the definition of nonchalant. I'm, I'm actually not even nonchalant. She nonchalant. They really, nonchalant. she I'm really, not. she really making me seem like I'm soft. Like I really be too, <laughs> like I really not, be not, too not, emotional. Not. And she really like, man, hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <It> <laughs> <is. You> know? <laughs> man, thank y'all for tuning in to... It's on my mind with me and Favor today. I'm going to put her Instagram in the description. Make sure y'all follow her if y'all need your hair done or any other tips, comments, Bible verses, advice, anything like that. Thank y'all for chopping it up. We're going to chop it up next week. Love y'all. Love y'all.